Welcome to Earth Matters, social justice stories from across Australia and the world. Produced for 3CR Radio and broadcast on the Community Radio Network. I'm Jem Rommeld. The nuclear industry in Australia is, for the large part, not anywhere near the major cities. Nuclear bomb tests, uranium mining and attempts to impose radioactive waste dumps all happen remotely. This means that for a lot of people, this toxic trade is out of sight, out of mind. The people on the front line, however, deal with it every day. For 30 years, Friends of the Earth has been organising radioactive exposure tours, a road trip to explore nuclear Australia and forge connections with the people resisting the industry, whether they're thrust into the activist role by a new waste dump proposal or part of a long line of powerful Aboriginal leaders. Let's tune in to Rad Tour 2018. The Rad Tour is important because it's been running for 30 years and for that time it's been taking people out from the cities and connecting them with communities on the front line of nuclear struggles, um, often whose voices are silenced or ignored, um, particularly traditional owners who are really kind of on the front line of nuclear struggles. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing because it runs on an absolute shoestring budget, smell of an oily rag, and yeah, it's kind of driven by genera- has been driven by generations of people who um, want to raise awareness about nuclear expansion in Australia and the damage that causes to communities, and also amplify voices of people. Um, I'm Tim Wright. I work for ICAN, the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons. It's really important for Australians to know about. Um, the nuclear history of this country and uh, the current proposals, um, including the proposal here to establish a radioactive waste dump. Um, This is an opportunity for a group of people who are uh, engaged in this work already or who are new to it um, to get a better understanding and to become more effective in challenging nuclear weapons, uranium mining, nuclear waste. I'm Ray Atchison and I work for the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom and I'm part of ICANN. And what's been really great about the RAD tour for me is that I've worked for so long uh, internationally at the United Nations and around the world with governments resisting the bomb and working for a prohibition on nuclear weapons. But it was amazing to connect to local activists and engage with the land um, on other parts of the nuclear chain and it really just shows how resistance to all pieces of this nightmare are essential and how we're all connected in the work that we're doing. My name is Alex. Um, I'm a student studying fine arts in Sydney. I guess something that stands out is that um, the way that um, everything is connected. I guess the connections between um, mining, the use of uranium for things like weapons, but also things like medicine, the creation of radioactive waste and then the need for a dump. So I guess the kind of nuclear chain has been made being able to see it um, 
I've heard a lot about it, but to be able to visualise where it's actually pulled out of the ground and processed, um, to then hearing stories about the weapons they use for, to actually seeing the weapons at, um, at Woomera uh, in the missile park, um, to then seeing um, the potential site for a dump. On this year's tour, we visited the Olympic Dam uranium mine, learned about weapons testing from Avon Hudson, a Maralinga whistleblower, and spent time exploring the beautiful Adnumatna country slated for a national radioactive waste dump with the Mackenzies. Regina tells us why she doesn't want the dump on her land. My name's Regina McKenzie. We're at Wilpina Campgrounds in, in the Flinders Ranges. Um, I know it as Ngadle Morana. Um, they, they also call it Ikara. For one, I live right next door to it. Two, Ponga Pudding is on it, the water hole. <coughs> and it's um, the um, archaeological sites in that area is such high density. And um, there's so many things. There's like the storyline, the first register storylines there. Um, there's, there's so much there and it's just... The consultation that the um, federal government's done with this um, waste dump is is totally flawed. It's there's nothing right about it. Uh, all all the things that happened is it goes against it goes against all the policies and procedures that they've got. You know, um, and what they've done, they have actually caused a um, split. It's the government that's causing the split within the community. They're causing arguments. They're causing everything. They, it's they're, they're like a mean a mean kid in a in in a schoolyard that's a bully, and it's just straight up bully tactics. And um, what they forget with regional country towns is that in our little, in our little towns, even though everybody's not related, everybody knows what everybody's doing, and they're like a big family, and. It split these little towns, places like Hawker and Kimber. And my family, the damage that's done to my family, I don't think it'll ever be repaired. You know, um, the nastiness and the horribleness that's come out of this is... I've, I've never seen anything like it. So here we go again, another black woman on I'm with the Medical Association for Prevention of War and also on the board of the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons. Um, one of the things I've really enjoyed about this tour is there have been talks at night from um, Aboriginal people, from other people, experts in their field, um, on all sorts of issues. And an area I have an interest in is, is nuclear waste in Australia and how it's managed. And so I gave a talk to the group about nuclear waste and what a poor process is being undertaken at the moment and how critical it is that we sort of stop what's happening because we've been travelling through communities and 
the damage this process is doing to community after community after community um, is really significant and the government, it's, it's a sort of prolonged cruelty really and the government needs to stop and readdress this process rather than continue to repeat the same process and continue to fail. What was really special was today we went to the Hookana Springs, which are on the actual land where the government is proposing to put the waste dump. And that's really um, was tremendous because you could see what a beautiful, incredibly special place this was. And to be putting nuclear waste facility that is well below world's best practice on this land with really inadequate community consultation. And the other one of the reasons, I mean, I'm a GP by training, and one of the things that really... Um, has been bad. There's so many aspects of this process that have been bad, but one of them has been the use of nuclear medicine to try and pressure communities. And the use of nuclear medicine in Australia is not going to be impacted by whether we have this dump or not. Nuclear medicine will continue to go on, but the government continues to use nuclear medicine as a lever, continues to tell communities wrong information about nuclear medicine, um, and continues to really um, exaggerate, overstate... Um, and as I said, pressure communities over this issue, when in fact the majority of the, the, by volume, most of the nuclear waste is in fact soil samples in Woomera. And those drums, which were supposedly securely packed away a couple of decades ago, are already leaking. So the assurances they give communities that the, the future waste facility is never going to leak mm. is, is very uh, hard to believe, particularly when the intermediate level waste, which is the biggest concern, needs storage between 10,000 and 100,000 years. Mm. I'm Jessica Lawson. I'm a board member with ICANN Australia. Um, coming out on Radtour, I've learned a lot, but probably the thing that's had the most impact on me has been um, coming out here to Wilpina um, and to the Mackenzie's land, meeting um, Vivian and Regina and hearing about the impact um, that the waste dump would have on their land. Um, today we went to the um, Hookner Springs, um, which was just glorious and I just can't believe that they would, that the Australian government would want to put a waste dump on this land and ruin it for future generations. Uh, I've learned that there's a lot of terrible proposals and also terrible actions that have already been implemented in this country um, that have really uh, destroyed communities, destroyed land, and that can never be undone. But this government and future governments of this country have the opportunity to change that and to behave differently and to, um, to build a better Australia for everyone and for the future.
yesterday we went on a beautiful walk into the Wilpena Pound and um, it was so beautiful and so spectacular and just a short distance from here um, the government is planning to establish a national radioactive waste dump. Um, it's just the most awful, ridiculous plan and there's such strong resistance from the Ab- Aboriginal groups who have lived in this area for millennia uh, and it's just so nonsensical and um, I think that you know, so many of the sites that we've visited um, have this history of terrible racism and disrespect for the Aboriginal communities and disrespect for the environment. That's what we saw at Woomera. Um, it's what we saw at Roxby Downs with the Olympic Dam um, uranium mine. And we've got to put, it to, put a stop to it. Um, we've got to keep reminding the community of the cultural importance of these places and uh, the environmental significance uh, we've got to protect our, our country um, and we've got to fight against the militarism as well that's at the heart of many of these um, policies. We were able to see from a distance um, the old uh, US spy base at Narunga and that for me was a highlight because it created a sense of hope that maybe other similar sites, including uh, the site near Alice Springs at Pine Gap, uh, might one day be closed as well, and our participation in US preparations for nuclear war will come to an end. So we went to Woomera, um, and that that really stands out um, for several reasons, um, but largely because they have a missile park in which their weapons are glorified, and celebrated. The Ministry of Defence has a building there. Um, it's very quiet, very quiet town, yet very well kept um, because it has state importance, which was a very strange thing to see. So that really stood out for me. It also has a detention centre um, and a cemetery with many children's um, graves in it. This is Earth Matters, produced for 3CR Radio in Melbourne and broadcast all across these stolen lands we call Australia on the Community Radio Network. We're listening to some of the voices of the Radioactive Exposure Tour 2018, exploring nuclear Australia, past and present, and building relationships for the ongoing campaigns to keep uranium in the ground, to stop unwanted and unnecessary radioactive waste dumps, and to eliminate nuclear weapons. This tour had quite a few members of the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons, who helped achieve a treaty banning nuclear weapons and won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2017. The Nobel Medal hit the road with us on our quest to get Australia to sign the Nuclear Weapon Ban Treaty. Hello, I'm Dimity Hawkins and I am the co-founder of the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons and I'm a current PhD student at Swinburne University. It connects, this tour connects very well with the work I'm doing on my PhD. My PhD is around nuclear testing in the Pacific and in that I'm including Australia because I see that as part of the Pacific as well to a certain extent. Um, to have the chance to sit down with communities that were directly impacted by nuclear weapons, to hear stories, many of them told 
just quietly on the sidelines about the impacts, the stories of um, their elders who were who were hurt, or stories that have been passed down through people. To meet with Avon Hudson, a, a famous nuclear whistleblower, nuclear testing whistleblower, um, and to spend hours and hours listening to him talk and explain how he managed to tell the story it has been amazing. Um, and it will really inform and bring back and earth the work that I'm doing in my current PhD in ways that I hope will make it more meaningful mm-hmm. and actually make it useful um, in the community as well. Um, so last year the UN adopted a treaty that prohibits nuclear weapons. Um, this was supported by around two-thirds of the world's nations. Um, and we've been um, touring and talking to local communities about this new treaty and why Australia should get behind it. Um, Unfortunately, the government has been, to date, um, quite strongly resistant to it, um, based on the belief that Australia is protected by US nuclear weapons. Um, And even though we as a country should uh, understand that these are unacceptable weapons, given the Uh, history of nuclear testing here. Um, I think a lot of people have forgotten about that um, and don't see that connection anymore. Uh, And so we want to tell the stories of um, nuclear, uh, the harm that has been done uh, to communities in Australia by nuclear testing uh, and um, ensure that Australia joins this treaty Um, without delay. What has been a real joy for me is watching people's reaction as we have uh, been able to pull out the Nobel Peace Prize and to share that with the community and to see the responses and to see the connections people make to the win, the you know the very rare and the very um, important win that happened when ICANN was awarded the 2017 Nobel Peace Prize, to see the way that people felt a connection, felt a sense of ownership, um, and saw the ways in which ICANN's win there was well, everyone's win. So the People's Nobel Prize has been um, fun to share with everyone, and to hear the stories that arise from that has been uh, incredibly enlightening and uh, at times quite heartbreaking. Causing this Australian war We're too civilised now huh? Few swords We use a sharp point of a pen And spin words To attack and trap That which we know is yours We know it's yours But they want But they want It all White man's my name's Gillian Hunter. I'm a part-time teacher. I teach English to refugees. I'm also a journalist myself. I have an arts program on community radio. So many people who have been specially invited because they have really solid expertise in so many areas. But also amongst the company here, and I think we've been at 28 people, and then with extra guests coming in, and there's a great range of knowledge and experience here. And um, it's incredibly inspiring for, for, for me and, and all of us, I think, to kind of um, uh, support and uh, remind one another of the importance of basically grassroots activism that still, in the end, achieves really monumental things. And having um, people from ICANN 
with their gold medal, with the Nobel Peace Prize, and 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 denying, yeah, that, that reinforcing all the truths you know about the value of of um, doing this kind of work, and, and it's really tangible and clear. When the Rad Tour comes through Roxby Downs, a BHP Billiton gives us an official tour of the Olympic Dam uranium mine, but we're not allowed to see the tailings dams with millions of tonnes of radioactive sludge out in the open. The mine operates with a swathe of exemptions from environmental and Aboriginal heritage laws, as well as freedom of information laws. Its construction was fiercely resisted by traditional owners in the 1980s, and it has been a site of many mass protest convergences since. Uncle Kevin Buzzacott, Arabana elder and enemy of BHP, met the Rad Tour in Adelaide and asked us to let BHP know that their lease is up on that mine. Dimity Hawkins. But it's a huge mine, and it's a, it's a frightening place to visit in some ways, and it just shows the magnitude of the battle that people are up against. They're talking about keeping this mine going for another 85 years, which is a long time. It's been running for 30 it takes water out of the Great Artesian Basin. It takes so much energy. It takes so much to get this ore up. And none of it is, is well, very little of it, as from what I understand from the workers we talk to, actually stays in this country. It's just dig it up and ship it out. Dig it up and ship it out. And this is dangerous stuff. We know that this, the ore that is from the uranium ore that is, is extracted from there is problematic in enormous ways and it will be a problem for generations to come. And to see that firsthand is is, um, shocking and uh, very sobering as well in the work. Uh, I would say my least favourite moment was probably touring Olympic Dam. It was shocking to see how scarred uh, the earth is from that operation. And I think... One of my favorite moments is probably um, visiting the site for the for the waste dump, um, just because you can see at Olympic Dam where it's gone wrong, and here we have an opportunity to stop something from happening, and so there's hope in that. On the last night in the Flinders Ranges, we held a campfire talent show. Rad Tour got talent. Here's AC. Okay. Um, this is a song that I wrote with a group of people who walked from Roxby Downs down to Adelaide, down to Melbourne, uh, up to uh, the Aboriginal Tint Embassy in Canberra. And then we went to the northern Japan and then we walked through northern Japan to Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yes. We are walking for the survivors of the test at Maralinga in new fields in Montebello where the poison still lingers walking past Woomera saw the missiles in the park the old detention centre still glows in the dark of the desert night sky full of stars and dreams people asking why the system's falling apart at the seams say irity wanty leave the poison alone stop creating toxic waste stop digging killer stones no weapons, no waste, no uranium mining no fat cat profiteering and no pocket lining. Whew, gotta breathe in between the lines. Still going. We're walking through Australia's cities and towns, all the way to the tent embassy from Old Rocks Be Downs, talking to communities, talking about peace, 
Walking for revolution, walking to release our minds from the grime, lies indoctrinated slime. Talking up evolution with these timely rhymes, because the world will be full of disease and destruction, unless peaceful people take peaceful action. For me, it's been really beautiful to create a temporary community, travelling around and learning, um, it's been really fascinating for me to um, be a part of a different way of learning um, that isn't linked to an institution, that's linked to something like faux, which is grassroots. Um, it, and seeing just how people work together, um, people have been doing so much work behind the scenes, um, but also people have largely been contributing, which is a really exciting thing for me to see that people can work together and create um, these kind of alternative Um, ways of doing things, ways of working, ways of taking care of each other. Um, I felt really taken care of. I felt people have been really gentle with each other, which has been very beautiful to me. And I felt supported um, through this learning experience about really intense things. Absolutely. I think the design of this tour is something that is doable everywhere. I would really like to organize something like this in the United States in Canada and in Europe um, and in other places where ICANN has a good network and connect with communities that have been active on these issues for a very long time and learn from them and um, build up this type of network uh, globally and this type of activism globally. It's incredible. I mean, really, we're on country everywhere, but when you are put in a position where um, someone... where a traditional owner trusts you enough to share some of their story and their culture with you. Um, it's an extreme privilege and um, something I don't take lightly. Uh, I think there's an element of responsibility that comes with that to um, help them preserve that story and preserve those places that are so special. Um, yeah, so it's very, very humbling to be on country and to be on country in, in a way that is so generous. Our guests on this show were Jamila Rushton, Tim Wright, Ray Atchison, Alex Mullis, Regina McKenzie, Margie Beavis, Jessica Lawson, Dimity Hawkins, Gillian Hunter and AC Hunter. The music is from the Rad Tour itself, as well as Madeline Hudson. I'm Jem Rommeld, and I produce this show on Darawal land for 3CR Radio in Melbourne, and to be broadcast across Australia thanks to the wonderful Community Radio Network. We'd also like to thank the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their financial support. To get in touch with the Earth Matters team, you can email us on earthmatters3cr at gmail.com. You can call up the station on 039419 8377. Our podcasts are available on the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to talking at you again next week. Sleeping on
machine. You're sleeping under a monster machine in a place where fairies used to dwell. In a forest so old and so serene, now it's gone to hell. You're sleeping under a monster machine. Body heat from a friend, so we cuddle to stop the shivering. To stop the shivering, won't you stop me shivering? Won't you stop me shivering? Yeah. 'Cause you're locking on, you are locking on, you are locking on to the tracks of the super axe. Like the Lorax, you are screaming for the trees. You are screaming for the beasties. You are screaming for this mountain stream for humanity. Global Intifada, bringing you current affairs through revolutionary and protest music from around the world. Every Thursday afternoon from five till six on 3CR. Because music is our bomb. <laughs> 